This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are talking about, I don't know how oh, to pronounce this. I'm me gonna, neither. I'm going to call these calzones. I'm, okay, so. You've been saying calzoni. It's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> that's what, that's what mom of the show, Judy Amster, called them when I was a kid. And, and dad of the show, Richard Amster. Like, these were always calzonis. <laughs> Calzones. Which is not how you would say it in Italian. It would be more like calzone, I think. Calzone. Uh-huh. So, but, <laughs> Any, but like every other kid called them calzones. Yeah. There's something that feels weird about calzoni. Yeah. It seems, it seems, okay. Let's, should we just go with calzone for the it's rest like, of the episode? I'll probably get it wrong. You say calzone. I say calzone, and let's do the show. And let's call the whole thing off? No, no, let's just go right ahead. Okay, because the thing is, like, there was another, like, almost exactly analogous oh, yeah. d- debate when I was a kid that maybe maybe you remember this one also. I do. Was it Porsche or Porsche? I think I did an even 50-50 split, and I kept a tally of every time I said it and made sure that the next time I said it, I said Smart. it the other way. Did yeah. you, did you like, scrawl this on the, on like the, on the wall on my, by your bed? No, it was on my bedpost. It was like, that's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, we already established that you had a lot a lot of notches on your bedpost, <laughs> yeah, and now we know what it meant. It's because I was keeping track of how I said Porsche and Porsche. <laughs> and why did kids talk about cars so Oh, my much? God. Well, a, a Porsche was, like, the... The coolest car you could have. A Porsche or a Lamborghini. But no one really had a Lamborghini. Nobody had Lamborghinis, but people did actually have Porsches. Right. So, but yeah... So it's so weird, like like that these these words kind of fall into this liminal space. I have a neighbor who has a Porsche Porsche SUV. Oh, the Cayenne. Uh, maybe, and he's got it like all tricked out. I mean, how do you, you can, trick out a, an SUV? Does it have like a spoiler? It's got like funky rims. Does it have dual overhead cams? Uh, dual overhead cams. <laughs> it's got eyesight. It's got uh, a serious XM radio. Wait, it's got eyesight? Like like it, it can see or is oh, this my, an actual my option? My car has eyesight. My car is like six years old and it has eyesight, which is this thing where like it beeps when you go oh, yeah, outside yeah. the lane or like when the car in front of you at a stoplight moves if you haven't you know noticed okay. and moved. 
No, no, I've noticed that when being in your car that it beeps a lot because you're always drifting from side to side. <laughs> Tokyo drifting. I have like all my speeding tickets when you're in the car this with me. This is true. Me. It is true. Like Matthew gets in the car with me and, and you get, all of a sudden and you the show police are on my I'm tail. Because I'm such a cool guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. But anyway, uh, yeah, my neighbor, I think that he's like the accents that could be chrome. He's got like bright red. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, do you think he's compensating for something? I mean, I think you should like ask ask him if you can like have a ride in it. He would be he would be so excited if you asked. I he's think. the kind of neighbor where like when I'm out watering the plants and he drives by, he's got all the windows down and he kind of like leans forward and sort of you know like yes. gives me like a little point of the finger. Are they tinted windows? Yes, I guess he, okay, yes, yes, they're tinted. Okay. And he leaves this car parked at the end of his driveway, facing down the driveway, like like he's ready for a getaway. Smart, <laughs> yeah. Because that's what you got to do if you got a Porsche. That's right. Uh, yeah. Especially an SUV. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you and your kids can get away together. Like when I was a kid, I used to talk with other kids about like which cars could go zero to 60 fastest. Yeah. Well, this, this, this seemed important. This did seem important. Right? then. Wasn't it sweet when that was all we had to worry about? Uh -huh. Yeah. OK. All right. So uh, let's go down memory lane. And actually, you know, I realized just now, like really our calzone memory lane begins at our most recent live show, the in-person live show, right? Cause that it does? Was, I think so, because I think that was the one at uh, at Dino's oh, where the world learned that you've never had a calzone. Was it? Or was did, it before did that? Did they make us a calzone? I don't think so. Ooh, oh, the calzones has made, made us a calzone. Okay, Matthew, I have little recollection of this, clearly because I've spent now nearly 43 years not eating calzones and so being told in front of a room full of people in 2019 that i hadn't eaten a calzone had little effect on me i was just like yep tell me something i don't know wait i don't i don't think you were you were told that you had never eaten a calzone <laughs> i think you were the one who, who gave up this information we, oh. this wasn't the ep an episode where i became psychic <laughs> I mean, I guess. I Sometimes guess, when I'm vamping, I just I become all people. Right. I mean, I guess if I were to guess, like, if is there a common experience? Has Molly had it? <laughs> the like, answer is no. The smart money is on no. <laughs> like, okay. Have you ever like had or taken a ride? You know what? I once took a ride in my friend's dad's Corvette. Oh, that's that sweet. was awesome. Like. The thing I remember about it is that, like, you get into the car and it is so low to the ground, you feel like you're going to, like, scrape your butt on the pavement. I'm pretty sure that I – my brother had one of those, like, sports cars. My brother, who's, like, 15 years older than me, had one of those sports cars when he was in his, like, late 20s. But I don't think it was a Corvette. Definitely was not a Porsche. I, but I think I'm That's pretty funny, sure those are the two main sports cars. I'm pretty sure it was one that had like, what do you call those like weird blinds on the back window, though? Those like, oh, do you remember I those? Do, from like, the 80s? Yes, I do. I don't know what those are called. But what I absolutely the heck remember is what the mean. point of that to like reduce glare on the windshield on the rear view window? Like, I mean, the point is that it looked so cool that you remember it to this day. Do you remember when they made <laughs> sunglasses that had those? Was that yes. like Max Headroom? Yes, I wore? do. I, I think it was Max Headroom. Yes. Yes. God. This is great. Max Headroom was so cool. Okay. So wait a minute. Hold on, Matthew. Right. So I, mean, it, my... I just took these out. I, th I think they're probably warmed through. 
My memory lane doesn't have any calzones on it, except I think that when we were opening Delancey, I think Brandon would occasionally make calzones, like just, you know, like for a staff member. He once made uh, us one when we were eating at Delancey because we we asked, like, do you ever make calzones? And he's like, hmm, and came back with one. Yeah. Well, we're going to get into this, but like. Why? Why do this? Why okay. not just eat pizza? We're just going to skip my memory lane. That's oh, fine. No, no, sorry. Well, let's let's go down your memory lane. <laughs> okay. So uh, my main cal- – I mean, I don't really remember a time when a calzone wasn't considered like an exciting pizza alternative. Like it always seemed to be like, uh, you know, we, we get pizza, but like, you know, this time maybe we'll get a calzone. Wait, or a calzone-y. it seemed like an exciting pizza al- – like it was anything more – did pizza need to get more exciting for you as a kid? I mean, what kind of adrenaline junkie were you? I yeah, I mean, I rode in a Corvette once, so <laughs> a big one, obviously. I went zero to 60. Whoa. But probably not much above 60. Okay. Because <laughs> I would have gotten scared and cried. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... Uh, I don't know. It just seemed like a cool thing that you might get alongside or instead of your pizza. Like, you're right. Hmm. Pizza is the most exciting thing when you're a kid. And so I'm not sure. Like, Yeah. I mean, what was wrong with you, man? A lot. <laughs> obviously. Okay. Go um, on. But I remember one time when uh, when wife of the show, Lori, and I were living in New York, which still feels recent, but was actually uh, like in 1998, mm-hmm. we were reading Time Out New York, and it said the best uh, the best calzones in New York are at a place in the Bronx. Okay. And we had never even – well, that's not true that we'd never been to the Bronx. I think we had been to uh, – I think Lori was student teaching at a school in the Bronx. But okay. other than that, we'd never been to the Bronx. And uh, we took the subway to the Bronx, and we we walked up what uh, we learned was Arthur Avenue. Which is like where the Italian stuff is. Yeah, it's is. like the real Little Italy. Okay. And uh, we went to this place and got calzones, which were like different from what I was expecting. And I've come to understand like more Italian style. Mm. They were like not like full-sized folded-over pizza size. They were much more like – individual size and the filling was like a ricotta mozzarella mixture that was probably thickened with egg and herbs wow. uh, and beautifully baked and uh, I probably there was like optional tomato sauce for dipping but wow. uh, like you know we I'd never I'd never been to a place like Arthur Avenue and the calzones were really delicious and it was I a nice imagine day. that filling being like real like that I mean like f- good fresh ricotta like really kind of pillowy yes, exactly ah oh, wow and then also I have very fond memories of the Pizza Hut Pizzone which is Pizza Hut's calzone and like I was gonna I I saw this written on the agenda and I read it as P-Zone it's the P-Zone yeah that's what it says on the bathroom door at Pizza Hut (laughs) I bet a hundred people have made that joke before but it's still true yeah okay Um, go on I know I've talked about this on the show before but there used to be a Pizza Hut within delivery range of our house, and it closed many years ago. And I still miss it because I think I like Pizza Hut better than Domino's. And every time we order cheap delivery pizza, I'm like, why did they close the Pizza Hut? Yeah. No, I feel that. I feel that. I don't know what was going on the other day, but we drive frequently along uh, 85th Street. Sure. Because okay. it's near your house. Because it's near my house. But there's. A- Let's give listeners directions to your house. <laughs> Let's give them my address. So there's a Pagliacci pizza, like in Greenwood. Sure. 
Okay. And it had a sign outside the other day that said, like, now serving lunch and slices. And this was on a Friday. And there was a line of people that wrapped around the building. Wow. And it was there at, like, 11 in the morning. And it was still there at, like, 2 in the afternoon. The same people hadn't moved at all. (laughs) Well, but I was just like... What is going on here? This is not a place. This is not a neighborhood where there's like a tremendous amount of lunch commerce. We're not talking about like downtown. It was, I mean, I drove by and was like, what is going on? This is so exciting for our listeners. This is a great story. And uh, <laughs> I mean, I think pizza is just one of those things that like every time there's a new pizza option, people it's like people have never had pizza before. So people are like, whoa, Pagliacci is open for lunch and slices. Let's yeah. go stand in line. Oh, and I'm not saying I'm immune to this. Like every time there's a new pizza place in my neighborhood, which is pretty frequently, I'm like, we should try the new pizza place, even though we have pizza places that we already like. This is so interesting. I'm very much, I'm, I'm you know, as we've discussed, uh, in our Diffusion of Innovation section, segment. <laughs> Do you remember the book, Diffusion of Innovations? We no. have definitely discussed this before, dude. Is this like a Stephen Johnson book? No, uh, I feel like it's like some guy named Ernest. Okay, this sounds right. <laughs> but anyway. Wait, was it, was it uh, Ernest from the Ernest movies? Like, uh, no. <laughs> hey, Vern, let me, yeah. talk, let me talk to you about sociology. <laughs> No, this was when I was like... Now, now, you may have an image of like a solo inventor in his garage, like like inventing a laser printer, but that that ain't how it works, Vern. (laughs) We are all standing on the shoulders of giants. (laughs) I didn't know I had an earnest impression in me. I never, oh I've God. never seen an Ernest movie. I've only seen the commercials. I've only seen the ads, <laughs> I oh. couldn't even tell you what what Ernest shilled for. I certainly grew up with with er, Ernest and Vern, or was it Ernie and Vern? No, that you're that's thinking of Ernie Bert. and Bert. That's Vern and Ernie. Vern Vern was never seen. Vern Vern was like a. a, a Phantom. Yeah, Vern was like a way of um, interpolating the <laughs> the viewer. Yes, it was a way of interpolating the viewer. That's right. We are all Vern. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I would not rush out to the newest pizza place. Like this is not now, who I as am. As Emmanuel Kant used to say. <laughs> 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 um, this is my um, favorite new segment, Diffusion of Innovations with Ernest. Wait, who had the collective unconscious? That wasn't Kant, was it? I don't know. Okay. I'm just thinking of the the medium is the message, Marshall, Marshall McLu- McLuhan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be fun. That name would be really fun to say in, a, in an earnest voice, but I think maybe I'm done. <laughs> but who knows? It might pop back out at any time. Go on. You weren't done with your memory lane. Um, no, uh, there was one other on here, but I'm not going to mention it because it's like a place that closed that wasn't very good. So. Oh, good. Okay, great. So hold on. Like, what is this thing and why? Okay. <laughs> a calzone is a folded pizza turnover. You knew okay. this. Uh-huh. And it's different from a panzerotti, which looks similar but is fried. What? And it's also different. Like, a, like it would be smaller. Like a small fried pie with pizza-like A fillings. small fry. A small fry. Okay. Yes. That's where the term fo- small fry comes from. <laughs> uh, and a stromboli. Like which when is you Google, Yeah. When you Google calzone, there's a lot of articles about, like, how is a calzone different from a stromboli? I've never had a problem distinguishing these <laughs> things. I don't know why this is a big deal. So a stromboli is basically, like, if you if you were to cut it. 
uh, into cross sections. It's like a pinwheel. It's like a pinwheel. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Okay. So the question you're asking is like, why not just eat pizza? Right? Yeah. Okay. What's so the deal let here? me let me answer your question with a question. Why would you make a double crust pie when you can make a single crust pie? <laughs> <laughs> Gotcha, journalism. Um, no, because just, the crust is yummy. Yeah, because the crust is yummy. And like this way you get twice as much crust in each bite. You can pick it up and eat it like a sandwich. <laughs> okay. And like because it's sandwichy, like it's more cheese-focused and more crust-focused, as you'll see when we eat these. And you can kind of pick it up, and there's kind of like – like the feeling like squishes together and squishes out in a sandwichy sort of way that okay. doesn't happen with a pizza. And I was very pleased to see that Google Docs spell checker does believe that sandwichy is a word. Oh. It did not underline that for me. Oh, that's great. Okay. So, yeah, I, I can get, I get the portability angle. Yeah, I mean, so you like you just... wouldn't bring a homemade pizza to the park probably, right? But you could – we've brought like a sack of calzones to the park many a time. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I get that. Okay. okay. We put the calzones in the, in the trunk of our Porsche. Yep. Yep. Can, can, uh, which we, is... can we like cut into these? Sure. Whatever. So one of them has tomato sauce and one doesn't. And usually when you have a calzone that doesn't have tomato sauce, you get optional dipping sauce on the side. Would you like that? Because I can do that. I don't know. What do you want? I want dipping sauce. Okay. I think, the, I think the thing is, is, you know, we've talked about, well, like a decade ago, we talked about my fear of dental emergencies. Yeah. Right. When it comes to like corn nuts or something like I love corn nuts and I fear for my fillings. So with this, I fear for my like taste buds because not because I don't think this is going to be delicious. I fear I'm going to be scalded. No, these have cooled for a while. But I think of calzones as just being like a pocket of lava. Oh, dude, these do look really good. Oh, these look like less explosively filling yeah and i mean explosively filling as in like so much filling and as in like they will make you feel very full yeah no one of these is like a perfect meal size serving for me and as you know i'm not a big eater you're not a big eater i usually eat more than you do okay wait we're starting with mm. this is like a cheese, cheese. tomato sauce sausage mm -hmm. situation and a little bit of uh sauteed onions this is so much tidier than i expected like, mm -hmm. stuff's not falling out no, and I certainly could have stuffed more stuffing in there, but this no. is how I like them. Kind of, it's it's more. It reads more like a bread dish than I, pizza. I know pizza is a flatbread. I want to make this for my family. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Okay. We'll talk about how. Mm hmm. And then the other one is um, also cheese and sausage, but with no tomato sauce and some uh, steamed broccoli, which Ooh. sounds boring, but it's no. really good. Mm hmm. I'm I'm here for it. Mm. I'm literally here. We're in the studio. Mm hmm. Everybody, okay. I have to eat one more bite of this one to to kind of shave off this, this oh, yeah, you little peninsula that's happening. You got to even out that peninsula. This episode is brought to you by Town Place Suites by Marriott. Whether you're traveling for work, need a place to stay while your home is being remodeled, or maybe you're just enjoying a relaxing week away, well, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the comforts of home. Yeah, so they've got a full kitchen. Uh, they've got, you can borrow appliances, like if you want a blender or a slow cooker while you're traveling, you can borrow it, no charge. <laughs> uh-huh, so like you could invite your friends or your coworkers over for like a post-meeting drink. You can bring your pet 
totally allowed. Oh, I love this. Oh, I see. They even have special pet items you can use. And they have the built-in alpha closet system. Nothing makes me happier (laughs) when I am traveling and I have like a place to put away my clothes. Mm -hmm. Molly has seen what happens when I don't have a place to put away my clothes. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody, nobody. Yeah, so like a whole closet system where I can really like unpack for reals. I am down. Well, this is made for you then. And this is Town Place Suites by Marriott. Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay. Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. So I got to say, like, I grew up with American-style calzones that, that are, like, the super overstuffed. I still have a soft spot for that. But uh, I do like that this is this is kind of more manageable. Yeah. Let's see. Mm. Strategizing mm. my perfect bite. Mm-hmm. It, like, do these exist in Italy? Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the history of calzones. I, I'm just going to – should I just chew through the rest of the episode? No, it seems that way. seems like that's just Because these are really happen. tasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Calzones originated in southern Italy, probably Naples, in the 18th century, and they seem, like, based on my copious research, to have arisen not much later than pizza, which is which really dates from the same time. Like, there were there were flatbreads called pizza before that, but pizza as we know it today is really from, like, the mid to late 18th century, probably. Okay. And um, there are, as you would expect, versions, like different variations across southern Italy, especially like in Sicily. There's one called Cudiruni, which is made with uh, anchovies, onions, and mortadella. Mm. Uh, in Basilicata, there's pastites made with pork, eggs, and cheese. I found one restaurant website that claimed that calzones became popular in the U.S. after the Seinfeld episode of the calzone aired in like the 90s, which is completely false. This but seems funny. wrong. Um, have you seen that episode? Uh-uh. The joke is that um, Kramer has been warming up his clothes in uh, in a pizza oven. <laughs> that's basically that, that's basically all I that's remember. That's the joke. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, this sausage is spicy. What's the sausage? It's Hills Italian sausage. It's pretty spicy. Hmm. Never heard of it. Mm. Pendleton, Oregon. They make good bacon and sausage. Is it common to have a a bowl of tomato sauce served next to this thing. Yeah, I think that seems like what uh, what we would see like in New York and like I I really enjoy like dipping things in tomato sauce. Uh you know, I'm afraid of most condiments, but mm-hmm. uh tomato sauce, especially homemade tomato sauce, I make an exception for. Mm. This is homemade. Oh yes. Mm. This is from a uh, friend of the show Kenji Lopez Alt's New York pizza sauce recipe on Serious Eats. We can link to it. Yeah, cool. Okay. Let's see. What else? So, I mean, if if Vern, if not Vern, uh, if Ernest were here, like, what would he want to tell you about Kelso? Well, he would want to um, tell us about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, how's the. How's the hey, weather? Hey, hey, Vern. Yep. <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> if you're saying, hey, Vern, then you're Ernest. I am Ernest. Oh. I'm trying this out. How's this dough different from pizza dough? <laughs> No, no, no that, that was good. That was good. No, no, it it went suddenly like deep south. Oh, okay. As opposed to sort of light south. That's true. Ernest, all, Ernest all is like a, a very. Sudden, gotta, I got into a real draw. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you a question. How do I know if I'm a redneck? Oh my god, you might be a redneck if 
Hmm. Okay. Anyway, I, I'm going to stop doing accents. Okay. Now. What was the? How is this different from pizza dough? It's not. It's pizza dough that's that's folded over around some stuff. But is it? Do you brush it with olive oil? Yes. Okay. Because yes. so how does it get this evenly gold color? Right. So so I'll uh, I'll roll out kind of a small pizza, and I'll I'll use a rolling pin, which I won't do with pizza. Then fill it, fold it over, leaving kind of a margin to crimp, and then the crimp always comes undone. Like I I don't really know how I'm supposed to be crimping these things, but usually I don't get too much leakage. Oh, okay. these these ones came out pretty good. They're mm-hmm. not beautiful, but mm-hmm. but uh, they they've got uh, a rusticity to them. Mm-hmm. What does the word calzone mean? I think it means like trouser leg. Oh, okay. Oh, and I didn't answer your question. Yes, I brush them with olive oil and sprinkle them with salt mm. before okay. baking. That's great. Uh, I'm um, talking about my trouser legs. Oh yeah, <laughs> before you put the <laughs> before pizza I put oven. my pants in the in the pizza oven That's to warm right. them up. That's okay. right. So tell me about other calzone fillings that you enjoy. It seems like you've made like a sausage calzone and then like a sausage and broccoli calzone. These are kind of the ones I usually make. I do love pepperoni in a calzone. I think I was thinking the other day, like, would there be a way to like get the pepperonis to like crisp up and like turn into little cups, but still be inside the calzone? Probably not. But I don't know if we were if we were one of those like food science adjacent shows where we were always Mm -hmm. like trying like, you know, invent the greatest grilled cheese sandwich. We would probably then we'd do be that. the sporkful. Then we would be the sporkful. Shout out to Dan Pashman, yo Dan. Yeah, he invented his own pasta shape. He did, and and the, but nobody's talking about it. <laughs> wow, Matthew, Matthew's a little bit jealous because mm. everybody's talking about. Are it. you kidding me? Like people, people at work. I said, I said at work. I'm getting texts from my daughter's best friend's mother because. She's excited about the pasta shape. Yes, here's what what happened at work. We were talking about like pasta shapes, as you do at work, and I was like, "Oh, a guy I know invented a pasta shape," thinking like nobody would have heard of this, and like two people were like, "You know Dan Pashman?" Yep, yep. <laughs> and to think, spilled milk and the sporkful started around the same time. Yes, but uh, but, but it turned out one of us was much better at this than the other. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Matthew, do we have anything else to say about calzones? You know, wait a minute. You wanted me to ask you to remind you about the Wikipedia photo of a calzone. Okay. I got to go get my computer. Okay, it's, okay. it's so disturbing. Okay. Go get it. <laughs> no. Isn't no, this amazing? No, no. What is, what's it's inside like, so there? It, it looks like, first of all, that it's a calzone made with like a double, like a double crust pie style like they made they they rolled it out put toppings on and then put a whole other crust on top so it's circular yeah and And then they cut it into pieces they cut it into pieces like a pizza very badly and then there's just like tomato sauce like like uh you know jackson pollock on top that's like dripping down and then there's what looks like a banana slice inside (laughs) yes by the way this is what's replacing the cute animal segment (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Speaking of which, we have decided uh, to retire the cute animals segment. It's not that we're tired of cute animals. I mean, I can't get enough of my own household cute animals. Mm-hmm. But I think we're both tired of researching cute animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, it has been observed that hearing people talk about a cute animal that you can't see because you're like around town with your phone or listening in your car. It's less than fun. Maybe maybe not the most entertaining segment. Okay. In that case, let's move on to a really entertaining se- segment we have called Spilled Mail. It this looks- is this is back to like like 
early days levels of chewing. I think. This is so much chewing. I feel like I, I keep looking at you going, oh, God, should I keep talking? He's still chewing. Okay, go on. This is from listener Kirsten. My question is about store brands versus name brands. We do a lot of our shopping at Aldi to save money, and we also appreciate that Aldi generally uses food coloring from natural sources instead of artificial, and we can find a lot of healthier choices for better prices. For us, a lot of the store brand items taste identical to name brands. Oatmeal, Greek yogurt, pasta noodles, frozen veggies, most snacks for our kids, etc. For some items, we know the name brand is a bit better and spend more when we can, some cheeses especially. Are there any products that you absolutely must buy the name brand and any that you like the store brand as well? Oh, my God. So first of all, I have to say, I don't know what Aldi is. We don't I think have Aldi, Aldi is, here, is an East Coast thing. It I've sounds heard the phenomenal. Name. Yeah. yeah they got, they've got all kinds of stores on the East Coast that we don't have. Wegmans. We don't have Wegmans. We don't have Wegmans. We don't have... Piggly a- Wiggly. Piggly Wiggly, A&P. Yep. Fairway. Yeah, we don't have any of those. No, we don't have any of those. Especially Piggly Wiggly, because that's the most fun to say. Okay. Uh, Matthew, do you want to begin with this one? Yeah, I do. So I totally agree about cheese. Like, I will always spring for the uh, the Tillamook or the Cabot cheese in terms of in terms of cheddar. Like, sometimes I, I will get store brand Jack. I'm fine with that. Okay. Um, some cereals, I think you got to get the name brand, like a Cinnamon Toast Crunch. There is there is going to be like a store brand of that, but it's not going to be as perfect as Cinnamon Toast Crunch. For like brand flakes, I'll go store brand. But I have, I think, what I think is a hot take here, and I hesitate to even promulgate this hot take because it sort of throws one of our advertisers under the bus. But you know what? I'm not uh, saying uh-oh. that what our advertiser makes is bad. Uh-oh. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. I think premium store brand ice cream is generally the best ice cream you can buy in a store. You know, I'm realizing listening. Okay, not that I'm ignoring this hot take, but (laughs) but I'm realizing listening to you talk about this, that the store, the two stores that I shop at don't have a lot of store brand stuff. Oh, interesting. So we have a Safeway near our house, and it is bleak. Oh, I yeah. mean, I think it's the worst Safeway in town. I know what you're talking about. It's a horrible Safeway. The The worst Safeway in town used to be the Broadway Safeway, but it closed years ago. Okay, well, this one needs to be closed. So I don't go to Safeway, which I know, like, Safeway signature brand dumplings we've talked about are, Very, like, delicious. Oh, yeah. Those are way better than the name brand. Yes. There are certain things that we have, at least for periods of time, gone to Safeway specifically. Yeah for like that name brand Safeway brand dumpling that said so we tend to go to uh, like our kind of I will also say the QFC in our neighborhood which is kind of like one step up from Safeway yeah is also not my favorite sure so we tend to go to a place called Ballard Market or a place called Central Market, both right. of which are run by, uh, I think, a local company called Town and Country Markets. All right. That makes sense. And they are a bit more expensive than Safeway. And at the same time, I, well, groceries are far and away my biggest budget item. Yeah, of course. So I don't tend to buy a lot of store brand stuff, you know, occasionally for things like I know that this is probably sacrilege. Sometimes for pasta, I don't really care what the brand oh, is. I agree. And I know that, like, you know, people who are super into their bronze dyes and whatever are freaking out listening to me say this. But yeah, I get. The, I always buy the store brand of uh, of Dan Pashman's pasta shape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, but I have to say that. 
Yeah, I, I I don't have a lot of experience with store brand stuff because my main grocery store doesn't have much store brand stuff. Okay, maybe maybe we'll make a whole episode out of this at some point and do like a like, like head to head tasting. Yeah, of every this single is so, store it's brand. So product. interesting. I mean, I've now lived in this neighborhood since 2006. Sure. So that is a long time. Like I, I just I think I had even sort of forgotten what I don't have access to. Yeah, no, or what that, that I is... choose not to. Yeah, that's Go interesting. Um, yeah, because we do most of our shopping at QFC or Safeway, and yeah. then occasionally Trader Joe's or the Co-op. Yeah, we do most of ours at Ballard or Market. Maya, of course, we do most of ours at Ballard Market. Occasionally, stop in PCC because I really like their eggs, and then Trader Joe's, of course, and then actually I use Central Market a lot as my kind of. Uajamaya. Oh yeah, Central Market has like, a great selection oh, of it, Asian groceries. It has a fantastic selection of Asian groceries. So yeah, Central Market is an amazing place. I mean, it's also more expensive than Safeway sure. or QFC. Can I finish my hot take, or was it? Do you think I I like? Took no, it? I'm curious about this. Like, this makes me want to go to Safeway or QFC on the way home and pick up some store brand ice cream. Yeah. So like, I think. I won't even name any specific name brands that I think it's better than, but like, you know, like a, like a ex- private selection, extreme moose tracks. I would rather have that than any name brand pint of ice cream. And it's, it's, uh, the texture is better. The mix-ins are better and it's cheaper. Like the, the private selection English toffee crunch ice cream is one of the best ice creams I've ever had, period. Is private selection only available at Safeway or is it available at QFC? I think private selection is only is a Kroger brand. Mm. I think but some there are some like Got like it. store brands that are available at multiple stores like President's Choice. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I I don't know how like the 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 whole like business structure and marketing and branding has gotten very complicated. You know what I always wish were a better grocery experience? Target. Mhm. Whenever I'm in Target I'm like, "Oh, cool." I'm going to, like, get a big bag of chips. I know what you mean. I'm going to, like, get a a 12-pack of whatever, like, soda we want. I'm going to... But and they never have what I want. And I'm like, why even have a grocery section if you're not going to go all in? This is my hot take. I attributed that to the fact that I go to the downtown Target, which is, like, a small Target. Oh, God. The the small Targets are so useless. Well, I mean, there's a lot of non-grocery stuff that I get there. And I do buy chocolate chips there because they have the big bag of Ghirardelli 60% chocolate chips. There is now a small Target in Ballard. The first time Ash and I went there, we were like, what is this store even here for? It has nothing. Interesting. So maybe the downtown one isn't that small because we've gotten like bedding there and spatulas and that sort of thing. The two main things you need for your home. I have gone back to the Ballard Target twice hoping that I was just like having a low blood sugar moment or something the first time we went and it disappoints me every mm-hmm. time unless what i need is shampoo or like menstrual products mm-hmm. it's got a really good personal hygiene section yeah that's where i get my um periodontic uh, mouth rinse oh i wondered about that mm-hmm. in your bathroom that's cool yeah it's this uh this brand that my dad recommended that i'm sure is like <laughs> the same or worse than listerine but uh it comes in a, it comes in a, a striking bottle that uh, teenager of the show December described as it looks like a bottle of gas that you would pour into a robot <laughs> <laughs> which is basically accurate yeah okay well i feel like my answer was uh, my robot runs on clean fuel only mm, i use recycled biofuel damn it mm-hmm. i know listener kirsten I'm really sorry. I feel like my answer was like, I don't know. And I feel like my answer was great. Dissatisfying, like, snooty answer. Hey, Vern. 
Okay. All right. That said, now it's time for Now But Wow. Okay, now it's time to redeem yourself. Okay, so I'm really excited about this week's Now But Wow. I mean, the whole idea of Now But Wow is that we're excited yeah. about it. But so I heard in 2020 many different times about this book called Memorial Drive by Natasha Trethaway. Okay. Have you heard about this book? No, I have not. Natasha Trethaway is best known as a poet, extremely accomplished and widely known poet. And she uh, she has written her first memoir, as far as I understand it. Okay. Came out in 2020. It was one of Barack Obama's favorite books of 2020. Okay. It's the story of, well, basically her mother was murdered by her former stepfather when she was 19. Yikes. And her mother is black. Her stepfather was white. And so it's not only a story about her mother, her relationship to her mother, grief, loss, etc., but also really powerful interrogations of race, particularly in the South. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story takes place largely in Atlanta. Anyway, it is gorgeous. And what's really interesting to me as a writer is that she waited like 36 years to write this. Wow. Yeah, okay. she's now in her 50s. This happened when she was 19. So I'm really interested in what it looks like to have so thoroughly like lived with the material for that long. Anyway, her writing is as spectacular as you would imagine from someone who is a poet. And it's really powerful. I think we should probably all read it. Okay. Memorial Drive by Natasha Trethaway. Mm-hmm. Uh, our producer is Abby Circatella. Please rate and review the show wherever you get your podcasts. Come on to the Reddit. I always wow. say, <laughs> come on to the Reddit. Come <laughs> I, on. I've said that before. Like, why do these things come out of my mouth? Hop on the old Reddit train. Hey, Vern, hop on the old Reddit train. Um, <laughs> okay. It's not It's not just for racist conspiracies. <sighs> okay. It's reddit.com slash r slash everything spilled milk. Yes. People on, on our subreddit are very nice, and you can talk about whether it's a calzone or a calzone, and things will uh, quickly <laughs> descend into uh, flame wars and recriminations. Oh, I can't wait. Also, um, uh, go to the, the Porsche or Porsche subreddit. It's probably reddit.com slash r slash Porsche or Porsche. Yeah, tell everybody how long it takes for your Porsche Porsche to go to from, from zero, zero to 60. 60. Like, I, I feel like if your car is good, it should definitely be able to go from zero to 60 within an hour. Would you, would you oh, agree? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, two, two hours. Let's, yeah. Let's, yeah let's, I mean, let's, let's not fair. put too much pressure on the car. Let's not put too much pressure on the car. Okay. Uh, it can strain the, the shocks or the, or the struts. I'm, oh, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm, I'm Vern. <laughs> And I'm Ernie. <laughs> like, oh, God, this show is totally short-circuiting like a weird robot that hasn't had its oil yet. I'm Matthew Hamster Burton. I'm Molly Weisenberg. Did I tell you I joined a new team at work? Uh, no, no. Oh, is this a sports team or? A- uh, yes. Now I'm, I'm on the, the Zoom badminton team. So uh, I have my own, wow, <laughs> my own birdie and, so, and badminton yeah. racket. I just kind of hit it at the screen and pretend I won. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 